0: Welcome to the Fear Boss Show, a show created to help you become the bravest, boldest, and most badass version of yourself yet. Now, this show is allergic to basic. It's a show that loves real talk. It's a show that will help you slay self-doubt, and it's a show designed to help you check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm your host, Judy Holler, best-selling author, keynote speaker, improv theater junkie, and a hip-hop-loving entrepreneur. It's kinda like this. If Amy Poehler and Dr. Dre had a baby, uh, that would basically be me. I am obsessed with helping you smash comfort zones and experiment with your fears so you can get more freedom in your life, personally and professionally. This podcast is gonna help you do just that. So, are you ready? Let's get this fear party started. You are listening to The Fear Boss Show, episode four. Well, hello there, Fear Boss, and welcome back to The Fear Boss Show, a show obsessed with helping you live a braver life. Hi, I am so glad you're here. I've got to just start by thanking you, thanking you for all of your love, all of your reviews, all of you subscribing to the podcast, all of your DMs and emails, telling me what you're learning and how it's inspiring you and how grateful you are for this podcast. So keep it coming. You have no idea. I sit here in my studio, aka my office, and I record these episodes by myself. I mean, last week, you had Amanda on with me, so that was really fun. But most days, I'm kind of working alone. So, you have no idea how your feedback and your comments and your DMs, you have no idea how much that fuels my fear boss fires. So, keep them coming. And I guess this is my little plug to say uh, subscribe, leave a review. Um, Please do that if you haven't already. Share this podcast with your fear boss besties. Um, Spread the word on social meds. I mean, It means so much to us, and it's honestly how we tell Apple and iTunes that people like this podcast and they want to listen, and it's how other fear bosses will be able to find the show too. So thank you for the love so far, and please subscribe, leave a review, even if it's three words, like this podcast rocks. It means so much. So thank you for the love, and keep it coming. Okay, so this month, our theme is momentum, and this is the last show I'll record this month before I go into a Q&A episode. Our last episode of the month will be a Q&A episode with me answering your questions. This month, we've got a few really good questions come in, and they're continuing to come in, which is great. So I'm going to pick some of my favorites as it relates to momentum and jump in and answer them next month. But this month, we're going to continue the conversation around momentum. And I've got to tell you that I decided to do themes every month to keep us focused and to keep me focused. I'm an Enneagram 3 Gemini, so it's always like, look, a squirrel, right? So I think having monthly themes is going to help me stay focused on content and keep me really inspired and, no pun intended, keep us in forward momentum. But here's the deal as it relates to fear and momentum and focus. (laughs) Fear hates focus. Because when you are focused, fear boss, you are really hard to stop because this means you're going to start getting shit done, which welcomes momentum to the party and shuts fear down. So fear hates this. Because remember, fear has one goal, to stop you. So our goal is to keep you in forward momentum. Today, I'm going to share in this episode a really important idea, and it's something we need to think about if we really want to bring our dreams and our goals to the finish line time and time again. We have to be aware of the things that are going to stop us. There will be three big things that will try to stop you. So it's important that we address them. Because if you want to get to the finish line this year with your goals, you have to be awake to the fact that not everyone wants you to succeed. I know it sucks to hear that, but not everyone wants you to succeed and you will be tested mentally, physically, And emotionally. So I'm going to break it all down for you so you can continue to break through into the fear boss that you were born to be. So this episode will cover the three things that are going to get in your way. Number one, other people's opinions. (laughs) I put this one first on purpose because it's the real deal, fear boss. There will be people close to you, people that love you, people that have been in your life a long time that will try to stop you and or talk you out of your dream, goal, or big idea. Now, this is usually someone that's in sort of a voice of authority role in your life. This means that they're maybe a parent. Maybe it's your sister, your brother, a sibling, a teacher, a boss, a spouse, your bestie. It could look like a teacher telling you that you're not smart enough or ready enough for a particular course or a major. It could be a friend telling you that your dream is crazy. It could be a spouse telling you that your idea will never work. It could be a parent telling you that you're too young or too old to try something new. It could be a boss telling you you're not cut out for a certain role. It's not that this person or this voice of authority doesn't love you or like you or care about you. It's that they aren't you. Only you know in your bones and in your heart, what's best for you. And the big thing to know here is this, at the root of other people's negative opinions is always fear. Fear of change because you're changing means you will be different. And sometimes that can feel scary for someone else because then what does that mean for them? Will you still hang out? Be the same you? And will this new, better version of yourself still love them? Still need them? I actually have a story that will help you understand where I'm going here. And it has to do with my husband and the idea for fear as my homeboy. So I came up with the idea for fear as my homeboy while on my honeymoon. Uh, I tell this story in my book, but the Cliff Notes version is that I was reading Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic, you know, and I'm by the pool and it's all magical and we're looking out at the ocean and I was feeling really inspired and she was in her book at this point talking about fearless and how fearless isn't what we should be chasing because there's no such thing as fearless. There's only really brave. And I remember penning in the margins with a hot pink highlighter, of course, uh, fear is my homeboy. I was like, that's it. Fear is my homeboy. I need to befriend my fear, not try to outrun it because I'm wasting my time. So I sort of like stood up out of my chair and it felt like this electric bolt went right through my body. I knew I had this creative surge, like this sort of inspiration from the universe. And I knew it was an idea I had to explore. I had no idea at the time it would become a book and then become this podcast and a community of fear bosses. But I knew I had found a way to articulate what I had figured out about my fear. And I was super excited about it. I was over the moon. So I ran over to my new husband to tell him about it. So, of course, I run up to him and I'm talking a mile a minute, kind of like this. I was super excited, really high vibe. And when I finally stopped talking, I was like, so what do you think? He just said, hmm, hmm, what do you mean? Hmm, why wasn't he jumping up and down like me? I mean, he wasn't really thrilled. In fact, he even told me it won't work. It's too risky. You'll offend people. People aren't going to want to work with you. And here we are. Two years later, that book became a bestseller on Amazon in the first week it was out. It's a book that is steadily in the top 50 books in our categories. It's a book that sold over 20,000 copies in the eight months it's been out. A book that's become a keynote that is given on over 50 stages a year. A book that has built a fear boss community in the tens of thousands. A book that has inspired this podcast. A book that is making the world. A braver place. Now, don't be mad at Scott. He wasn't being mean, and he is 100% my biggest fan. But more than anything, he loves me. And this means he wants to protect me. He doesn't want to see me get hurt or fail or embarrass myself. So his reaction had nothing to do with me and everything to do with him. His opinion was his opinion, not mine. And his real goal wasn't to discourage me but to protect me. And what he didn't realize and what anyone that may discourage you doesn't realize is that you need to fail. You need to try. You need to get it wrong so you can figure out how to get it right. So fear boss, be careful of other people's opinions, especially of those closest to you and around you, your change and your growth and your idea could make someone else nervous which may cause them to act out of fear, not love. This doesn't mean you should just go do things without thought about consequence or no plan. And it's good to bounce things off people from time to time, especially people you love and that you trust. I mean, my husband is always the perfect sounding board because I'm the dreamer and he's way more pragmatic. So a lot of times he helps me check myself before I wreck myself. But at the end of the day, You have to be brave enough to trust yourself, to do what feels right in the moment, even if it doesn't work out. Imagine if I would have allowed Scott's opinion to scare me out of writing my book. (laughs) You'll never know if you don't try. And what I do know for sure is that the only thing worse than failure is regret, no thank you. Remember, a fear boss does not do regrets. Listen, no one who is ahead of you will ever talk you out of your dreams. No one who is out there doing the things you seek to do will tell you to stop. And no one who is on the field and in the arena will boo you. The boos only come from the cheap seats. So stop asking for so many opinions. Trust yourself and be brave enough to maybe get it wrong. So you can get to what is right a little bit faster. Okay, number two, comparison. Listen, if you want to immediately kill your joy and stop any momentum you have going, start comparing yourself to other people, especially to those further ahead of you. I mean, just the other day I did this. I listened to a podcast and instead of feeling inspired, like I usually do when I listen to this podcast, I felt totally behind and like a complete loser. I was comparing someone's 300th episode to my third episode. And I do this with my keynote speeches too. I'll look at like Brendan Brouchard or Seth Godin or Mel Robbins, some of my heroes on stage, and I think, oh my God, I'm so far behind. There's stories, there's stages, there's slides. Everything's perfect and larger than life. I'll never get there, right? That's what I do. Or maybe I'll start scrolling through Instagram and I'll go down the rabbit hole. You know the Instagram rabbit hole, right? Where what starts as an innocent scroll through social media just to catch up with your friends and your family ends up in you rethinking your entire existence. (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. Listen up. If you want to make your anxiety, your self-doubt, any depression you have worse, spend all your time on social media. Fear Boss, this is a trap. Listen, we all start at zero. We all have a first day at work. We all have a first date, a first kiss, a first episode, a first post, a first speech, a first client, a first child, whatever that may look like for you. And guess what? This is something I love to remember. Everybody poops even Beyonce. No one is better than anyone. And if she can do it, so can you. If he can do it, so can you. The only difference between the person who has achieved a goal and a person who hasn't is consistent action, even in the face of fear, which is how you get any freaking good in the first place. It's all about doing the uncomfortable work required to earn your dreams. And I'll say that again, fear boss, to earn your dreams, to earn your success, to earn a comfortable life. One of my favorite quotes is this quote, and I think it was by a very famous bodybuilder and I can't think of his name right now. Bodybuilder from Germany and I heard about this quote from Tim Ferris. And if I can find out who said it, which I will, I'll put it up in the show notes. But he said this, he said, "Easy choices Hard life. Hard choices, easy life. Listen, it's easy to hit snooze, to Netflix and chill, to ghost the gym, to drink too much. But it's hard to skip happy hour. It's hard to wake up at 5 a.m. to write before the rest of the world wakes up. It's hard to read every day. It's hard to get on that Peloton bike. But it's the hard choices that will give you the comfort and the freedom you desire, which is health and wealth and opportunity and confidence. So you have to trust that what is meant for you is coming to you. And if you can keep your eyes on your own paper, if you can keep your nose down and your blinders on, you will get shit done. I can promise you that. So be inspired by others, not envious. I promise you, you will not only have more fun, but you will start making big progress. Uh, hello, momentum. And if you are having trouble keeping your eyes on your own paper, remove distractions. Remove distractions. You have to protect your light with your life. And anything stealing that from you is fear because fear has one goal, remember, and its goal is to stop you. So there's this documentary that I love and it's called The Defiant Ones. It was a four-part series on HBO. I'll link to all the things in the show notes, but it chronicles and kind of outlines the business relationship and friendship between Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. It is so fucking good if you like hip hop, if you like music in general, if you like rags to riches inspirational stories. Oh my god, this is a must-watch and There is a part in the documentary where Jimmy Iovine's sitting in the chair and he's sort of being interviewed by the producer. And um, at the very end, he gives this like great analogy. He was asked off camera by this producer, you know, what his number one secret to success has been over the years. And he quickly compared himself to a racing horse running a race with blinders on. I talk about this story in my book, and I used to play uh, this video clip from the documentary in my keynotes. It's so powerful. I'll link to everything in the show notes, but he compared himself to the horse and life to the race. So he's the horse and life is the race. And the blinders stop him from focusing on the competition because just like a horse, In a horse race, if he takes his eye off the game for even one second, he will stumble and fall and he can't afford to stumble or fall. So if we want to succeed, we need to focus on our game, our game, and only our game. So, a video is playing while he's telling this story, and you'll see a horse glance to the right. One of the horses in the middle glances to his right or to his left really quickly, and it's literally a nanosecond. And what proceeds is a pretty awful disaster, and it's so powerful, you'll have to watch it. Jimmy Iovine's big point, which I loved so much, was this. There is always someone who is going to be doing a little bit better than you, someone who is more successful than you, but if you focus on them, you will never improve and the void inside you will continue to grow. So instead, he's suggesting that you kind of accept that you're not the best yet and then work every single day, giving everything you have while being oblivious to the people around you. And then one day you're going to wake up and be the person that people look up to. So the moral of the story here, as it relates to comparison, Fear Boss, be inspired, not envious. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your nose on your own paper. Put those blinders on and remember that everybody poops. No one is better than anyone. And if she can have it, so can you. And if he can have it, so can you. Remember, the only difference between the person who has achieved their goal and their dream and the person who hasn't is consistent action, even in the face of fear. All right, fear boss. Now, the third thing, let's land the plane that can get in your way, that will get in your way is failing, failure. You have to be brave enough to be bad. You have to be brave enough to suck at something and to experiment with your fear and try new things out regularly on purpose. Remember, the number one Fear Boss core value is to experiment with your fear every day on purpose, because this is the only way to strengthen your courage muscle. And the more you do this, the stronger you get. Remember, we believe there are no mistakes only gifts. This means you really can't fail. You can win and you can learn, but you will never fail. And let me tell you, I have gotten it wrong so many times, but I have never failed. Sometimes I get asked this question in interviews or on stage after a a keynote or in a Q and A, and it's hard for me to answer because I really don't see failures. I see gifts. So I guess that becomes my answer. See, everything I've done that's not worked out or sucked or broken my heart or crushed me has turned out to be a gift. And yeah, even loss, because that loss has made me stronger and grateful for the life I still have left. And it also makes me more understanding of the pain of a loss so that I can help someone else through it. It's really all about perspective. Here's another idea to inspire you as it relates to failure. One of my favorite ideas from the improv theater for the day-to-day failures that you will experience in work and in life is this idea of the plot twist. See, in the improv theater, we don't see obstacles. We see adventures. We see plot twists. I even write about this idea in my book in chapter two, on page 30, I say this, improvisers are able to quickly switch their lens and see circumstances in different ways. Improvisers don't see obstacles, we see opportunities. Improvisers don't see change as an interruption, but as an exciting introduction to what's next. This mindset could empower you. When you see change and disruption as an exciting plot twist, rather than something scary, unknown, you step into your power and open the door to staying relevant because you have faith that change is fuel, not something to fear. See, it's all about perspective. When you start doing this enough, you will actually begin to retrain your brain processes failure and fear. You'll go from thinking, oh, I better avoid that, to I cannot wait to see what I learned from this one. You'll start changing that inner dialogue from, oh my God, you know, what if things go wrong to, all right, all right, this is cool, a plot twist. Listen, failure is a requirement in leveling up because it shapes your life story. Every time you fail, you add powerful lessons into each chapter of your life book. And if you think about your life as a book, do you have enough stories and plot twists and new adventures and lessons learned to fill the chapters? I don't know about you, but I've never met an interesting person with a boring story. You need failures and plot twists and mistakes to shape your life book into the bestseller it was born to be. Remember, true confidence is simply believing in your ability to figure things out. This will get you to the finish line time and time again. So keep failing, keep learning, and keep going. So there you have it, Fear Boss, the three things that are going to get in your way. Talk to me on social. Tell me what you think about the episode. Make sure you tag me on Instagram at Judy Holler. Let me know that you're listening and DM me on Instagram and or send me an email at hello at Judy We have a QA and a show coming up next week, so maybe your question will get answered on the air. So ask me a question, something as it relates to maybe this episode, any of the episodes this month or specifically any questions you have as it relates to keeping momentum in your life uh, this month and every month so we can get to the finish line at December 31st and beyond. But yeah, talk to me. I want to hear from you. Also, we've got an audio book. If you're loving this podcast, you'll probably dig my audio book. It's out on Audible. It's a book called Fear is My Homeboy. We also have a physical book too. It is out on Amazon, in Barnes & Noble, all the things, in airports. So make sure you grab the book. If you like what you're hearing here, I think you're going to love the book. Until next time, Fear Boss, you know what to do. Stay brave and keep experimenting with your fear. Well, hi there. It's me again. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so damn glad you're here. And if you loved this episode, which I hope you did, my hand is on my heart, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you're feeling a little extra boss today, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a review on iTunes so more fear bosses like you can find this podcast. And better yet, share this podcast with the fear boss you love and encourage them to listen. For more on me, my work, and my keynotes, you can visit me at judyholler.com, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R.com to learn more. And this is also where you can sign up for my newsletter. It's called The Fear Boss Five, and it comes out every Friday where I share five things, I'm loving learning and reading. It's one of my favorite things to do. And if you love this podcast, you're going to love the newsletter and you can sign up right there on my website. My book is available at most of your favorite book retailers, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, airports, all the things. So search me up on Google or type Judy Holler into Amazon and grab your copy. Last but not least, you can always come hang out with me on the social media. Instagram is my favorite place to be. I'm on Instagram at Judy Holler, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R. I'm also on Facebook, Facebook facebook.com forward slash fear is my homeboy. And Twitter as well at Judy Holler. Until next time, Fear Boss, keep experimenting with your fear and stay brave.